Hey, you guys, thank you so much for coming back and joining us again on the I Am Salt Lake podcast. Today on episode 455, we are joined by Benjamin Lee, the donut critic. This is a must listen for basically everyone because who doesn't love donuts? If Even if you don't eat donuts, you love donuts. I know that's true. Hey, before we get into that conversation, though, we should probably introduce ourselves. My name is Chris Hollifield. And my name's Chrissy Hollifield. So I don't know if people realize that we record these introductions to the shows on Sunday when we release these podcasts, but we woke up to snow this morning. I don't think I'm ready for this, Chrissy. You're not ready for it. My immediate reaction was like, oh, hell yes. Because, no, like, no. I, I, I think I messed up because I grew up in Wisconsin. So when it starts snowing, I feel like it's finally home, you know? And, uh, and you know what my favorite part of that is? What is that? Getting up kind of early in the morning when it's almost getting light and making a beautiful hot pot of Hugo coffee and just enjoying a cup with my mug all day. It's like, it's literally the best. So Hugo coffee is a craft coffee roastery based out of Park City, Utah. Their head roaster, John, selects the highest quality beans with a rich flavor profile for a wide range of roasts from light to dark and even an espresso roast. And these guys are our newest I Am Salt Lake podcast sponsors. Hey, and if you want to find out more about the Hugo Coffee story, go listen to episode 389 of this podcast. It's when Claudia and John joined us on the podcast to share their story and share the Hugo Coffee story. And then they loved us so much they just wanted to sponsor the show. Their website, hugo.coffee. Go check it out. Check out all the different coffee that they have available. I am Salt Lake Podcast listeners. We created a special promo code just for you and your friends. If you enter the promo code podcast when you're at checkout, you get a very special deal. What it is, is it's buy one bag, get the second bag, 50% off and free shipping. That's ridiculous. And you guys won't regret it. Again, the website is hugo.coffee. I am currently enjoying their Bonafido Dark Roast, and I need to reorder the rollover breakfast blend because I already finished my bag off, and I'm very sad. You would not regret buying it. That is ridiculous. Free shipping, Chrissy. All right, here's that conversation that we had with Benjamin Lee, Utah's donut critic. You're going to want to listen to this one because you're going to want to know where those good donut spots are for you to go to. So thank you so much for listening. Enjoy the conversation. I like to even just kind of start where home is. Like, are you from Utah or did you move to Utah or where does that come into play for you? So for the most part, I'm from Utah. I'm actually from Oakley, Utah. You know, that's about 20 minutes east of Park City. And I like to say that, you know, I was born on the mountain uh, donuts up there. There's a little gas station up in Camas, and it bred my love for donuts and bakeries. And and then I just as time went on, like I you know moved down to Salt Lake. I went to this uh, University of Utah on my undergrad, so I was fully immersed in like the Utah Salt Lake crowd, and I I loved it. I felt like it um, spoke to me. I've actually spent a little bit of time in Provo when I was younger, and I hated it at that point, and I just never wanted to move down to Utah County. And and finally, just work dictated. I I work for Adobe right now. Work dictated to move down closer there. So we're in Lehigh, and it's an interesting spot because I've spent so many years in the Salt Lake scene and 
have loved a lot of like the very interesting businesses and uh, just uh, there's so many cool backgrounds of, of the owners there to um, now come and explore Utah County. And I'm, I feel like I'm just like on this like seesaw of, you know, Salt Lake so good in this way. And then now I'm like, oh, like Provo actually has some pretty cool options too. And so it's just like this like seesaw of like good options. And, you know, it's kind of a fun place to live because I get to experience both sides pretty equally well distance wise. So. So when did this come into play for you? Like the whole love of donuts and pastries. I mean, was that something from a, like a childhood? Like, that's like, like from, a, that's like a, from the womb thing. Well, I would think like my mom is a big yeah. lover I've of donuts. Loved. And I remember going and getting <laughs> donuts with my mom, for example, as a young child. And so I don't know if you have fond memories growing up, getting donuts from with a, with a parent or a grandparent or something like that. Honestly, a lot of it started when it was like a youth group. So you know, they would bring in these boxes, these big pink boxes full of glazed donuts or maple bars. And it was just this eye-opening, just wow, you know, like I couldn't get enough of it. You know, like they'd always say, okay, everyone have like one or two. And it's like, I want five or six. Like, <laughs> I, I, it's not like I was like this <laughs> overambitious, like this, you know, I had, it's not like I had this appetite. I just love donuts. And, and that kind of bred into high school where, it was just on my way to school and, you know, we'd stop in at the little Chevron shop that has a bakery in the back and I would get, you know, a glazed donut or a maple bar and it just was like that habit. And so when I moved down to Salt Lake, you know, I knew kind of like the bigger players and, and some of the other places, but then I started finding these like little shops in little places and it really bred that uh, desire to go out and, and look for more. I actually almost bought a a bakery out in Tooele. I don't know if you've ever been out to nighttime donuts. I think so, actually, believe it or not. Yeah. Hey, impressive. Yeah. So I, I, I was about, I was 26 and I was like, I want a business. I had a little bit of uh, startup capital and I was like, maybe I, like I buy it out here and I'm kind of kicking myself. But at the same time, you know, baker hours are at 2 a.m. and I was 26 and I was like, I still want like a night scene. I want like a dating scene. And so I thought it's either my dating or my social life or this business, this, this donut business. And and ultimately I was like, oh, I better like think about my social life a little bit more. So I bought a pizza place. And since then, it like it just like kind of dug at me. And, you know, I, I feel like it took a couple of years to really like get back to like, okay, donuts are the thing. Donuts are what I like. And like, I understand and, and that like really drives and motivates me to, to keep looking because, you know, a lot of times like you get into interests or trends and like they don't stick, you know, you get a year or two in and you're thinking, oh, like, yeah, these are good, but you know, there's so much more to offer or I've eaten so much of this type of food. It's never been like that for donuts. There's always something new and exciting. And um, one of the things that's been awesome is getting to know the owners behind it and the stories and I, I feel like when you start getting that background it drives you even more and makes it more interesting than just the dough and I always say it's like it's beyond the dough you know there's there's more than just like what's in the shop or what you're eating there's so much more to it do you ever think about buying another donut shop do you ever like in the back of your head just even just to buy it and, and not work at it necessarily don't worry about getting up at 2 a.m have other people do it but <laughs> just to help yourself to a yeah, free donut every man, now and then just just to go in and sit and eat donuts once in a while i wish that's I how actually, easy it was to yeah. own a donut shop just eat free donuts 
Sorry, continue. <laughs> well, well, let, let me just. So when I had my pizza place, I actually really loved it because people would come in and I'd host my friends and family, and I love pizza too. So I had a pizza a day easily, and I thought like it was the greatest thing. I mean, it just didn't work out based on area, whatever. Like, it, and it was right at the collapse of. 2008, 2009, that like it kind of went under, but I loved it. And I feel like having a donut shop would be kind of the same thing. I'd be inviting people in, like I'd want to be there when they're like trying new stuff. And so I've thought about it. I definitely have thought about it. I like, I just don't know about the, like the baker hours, but I've been thinking about doing the nighttime donuts because like the cookie places stay out really late. There's cupcake shots, other like places like gourmandies that are open late. So people need to go out and, you know, they're getting a drink or a dessert or something. So you could start your day early with the dough and then be cooking at 5 p.m. You're getting the dessert crowd rather than like the, the breakfast crowd. That's the way to do that's it. A, that's and a good idea, actually. Speaking for people who always want donuts somehow in the middle of the night, <laughs> I think that's a great idea. <laughs> right. Because like you get off work at 5 p.m. and most of the shops are closed. Yeah, or they have old donuts, and it's like I don't really want a donut that's been sitting there for eight hours. So, like, if you're cooking up fresh donuts and you know making kind of a party of it, like the dessert scene, I think it could really take off. So, oh man, that's such or a, a good food idea. truck actually might even be cool yeah. too. I mean, that might. Uh... There is a donut food truck. Is oh, there? I cannot remember their name. It's so cute. Well, I know there's one over by MPS. Uh, there's a little hmm. donut food truck that parks there sometimes. Yeah, I don't, yeah. There's there's one out west. It's Crumb Crumb Donuts, and they do like little cake donuts. There's Art City Donuts. They have a trailer. There's Clark's Malasadas. They have a trailer, and they sometimes do nighttime stuff. And then there's a uh, donuts on a stick. You know, they like yeah, kind of skewer, skewer them. <laughs> I think I've actually had like three of those. <laughs> I'm not embarrassed. I'm proud of that. No, I think you should be proud of that. <laughs> the, the more, the better. Let's say that. You're in the right crowd. Here, here. So your Instagram <laughs> account, let us uh, we haven't even mentioned your Instagram account. That's actually how I found you. The Donut Critic uh, on Instagram. Well, it's actually just Donut Critic is, is how people can, can follow you uh, on Instagram. How did this whole thing happen, man? Like, how, what, why, what made you want to start blogging and taking photos about him? Honestly, I started just reposting pictures of other people's donuts i mean there's a lot of cool la donut shops and there's a lot of cool new york donut shops and i feel like i was just drawn to pretty pictures or like the latest and greatest or what's really pretty or kind of outlandish and then i started kind of doing my own like photography and i kind of started working in like some of my own donut uh, picks and started getting some relationships with donut shops around Salt Lake and in Utah County. And that's just where it was bred. And I, I thought, yeah, it's fun reposting or, or finding other people's donuts. But it's, it, I just felt like my time, I, I just thought, this is something I can do and I love. And I feel like it's way more fun to go out and actually eat the donut and take the picture of the donut rather than just post somebody else's picture. Because, you know, you're sitting kind of behind Instagram thinking, man, I really wish I could t try that donut. It's really pretty. It looks really delicious. And so it, it was that stepping out moment of, I'm going to do it myself. And so uh, it was about two and a half, three years ago that I really decided like, I'm going to do it myself. Now, if you look at my feed, I'm uh, more uh, general desserts too. I mean, I still do uh, donuts every week and I still have shops that I'm, I'm 
trying new donuts for or like figuring out like what else they do better. But at the same time, I, I like I've kind of general desserts right now, too. So. All right, we're going to take just a couple of minutes and tell you about one of our brand new sponsors. I am really excited to share this one with you guys. UtahMarijuana.org is your number one spot for all things medical marijuana, medical cannabis, CBD, and THC. I don't know if you guys remember Tim Pickett from episode 420. Go listen to that one, UtahMarijuana.org. UtahMarijuana.org's team of medical cannabis experts makes getting your medical card easy. From your first office visit to navigating the state card application and beyond. Yes, and with over 20 compassionate and highly skilled qualified medical providers ready to help you find relief, you won't have to search for a doctor willing to recommend cannabis treatment. The patient experience team at utahmarijuana.org is dedicated to helping you get all the way through the process so you can get your medicine legally. And right now, they're offering an exclusive discount to I Am Salt Lake listeners. Use the code GREEN25 for $25 off your first visit. And for our listeners in the West Valley City area, check this out. UtahMarijuana.org is opening a brand new office this week. It is located at 3615 West, 1987 South, Building 8 in West Valley. It's actually right across the street from Beehive's own, the brand new dispensary there. So go check that out. So depending on where you are in the valley, they have an office near you. So remember, isn't it time that you took control of your own health? UtahMarijuana.org. Feel better. Thank them for being a sponsor of this podcast. Let's get back into this uh, conversation talking about donuts. Is it challenging to juggle this with just work and family? I mean, I know we do this podcast as a passion. Yeah. And it's, uh, I know it gets really hard, even though you love it. It's like, you know, how do you kind of keep motivated when, even though donuts are delicious, you have to like allocate your time? So I don't have a problem, uh, you know, keeping busy with it or, you know, having the passion alive. I feel like the the challenge is keeping my wife engaged in it and, and even my kids. <laughs> I will bring home the most delicious desserts or the biggest array that they could ever want. And they are just deserted out. They, they just don't want them. And it, it frustrates me so bad because I am just trying these things. I'm so passionate about what I'm eating. And then I will turn to them and I'll be like, Hey, do you want to taste? And it's like, no, I'm, I'm good. And it <laughs> like, it's just like that. What we've reached this point already. And so You're I think the that's upside the biggest down challenge world. making sure that like they're engaged and they're liking it too, because sometimes it does dictate where we travel or what we eat for dinner that night. Cause it's like, Oh, I really want to hit this spot over here. Like let's go over and, you know, eat at this place. So. Let's talk about this 2020 People's Choice. Uh, where was that? The 2020 People's Choice Donut Shop in Utah. This was like a like a voting thing that people uh, got to vote for their favorite donut shops in Utah, which is cool because originally I was like, well, let's talk about you know some of your favorite donut shops. But this is like an entire list of awesome donut shops in Utah. Um, is this something you've done for a couple of years now, or is this the first year? Or talk about that. So this is the second year. And it's 10 times on the amount of voters, which was so exciting this year. And I loved it because I, I saw so much more passion behind the votes. I saw a lot of people that were reaching out and, and getting friends and families to vote for their favorite shop. And, 
and it was just a ton of fun. It was at the very beginning of COVID as well. And I feel like everyone was just like looking for something that was positive news or something that was fun. And so that just came together all at the same time. I mean, who doesn't want to talk about donuts and, and what their favorite are and, you know, and, and go out and try to recruit people to, to vote for their, their favorites. And so it was so fun this year. Uh, but last year I had fresh donut and deli. If you know them, they're on 27th South and state. They won the bracket last year, which I think deservedly. So they have some of the best donuts. I love them. Their uh, glazed donut is one of my favorites. I'm not sure if you've tried it, but I haven't. No, I'll have to try not that yet. out. Yeah. And then it looks it looks like the second in 2019 was Banbury Cross. How do you how do you pronounce it? Is it Ban- oh my gosh, Banbury, Banbury Cross? Oh. Banbury Cross is that oh. how you pronounce it? I when we used it. to yeah. work in the office, people at the office would always bring boxes of it in, and oh my gosh, I love it so much. Yeah, and Banbury is one of my favorites, and it's one of the top in Salt Lake as well. Their maple is probably my favorite, and then their cinnamon crumb. It's just so unique, and people love it. You know, I will eat that donut all day, every day. That, it's one of my favorites. And so it was so fun because Salt Lake got really engaged uh, last year in the 2019 because it was these two top shops in Salt Lake. Now, two, 2020 was interesting because it was two completely different top players. And, and I felt like it was for um, various reasons. I, I almost felt like it was like this regional race. So I had Donut Boy, which is out in West Valley, that does some phenomenal flavors and i really like how soft their dough is they're just that you know you take a bite and it's just like this flavor rush and then you have mountain donuts who is up in ogden and they're a local favorite up there they do kind of the duck donuts model where it's fresh donuts out and then um, made to order and so you're getting a hot fresh donut fresh toppings and and so there were these two different reasons why these two different groups love the love the donuts and I just love to see the passion between the two groups as they were, you know, talking about like the pros and cons of each side. And yeah, like I said, the, the votes were really coming out and it was down to the wire. The winner only won by 30 votes, which out of thousands of votes, that was remarkable. It was amazing to see something come to the wire. And the winner was Mountain Donuts. Uh, Mountain Donuts, yep. yeah, yeah, yeah. Which we need to. Gosh, we should drive oh, up there and try man. them, Chrissy. I am going to write this list down. Yeah, I you do not have to convince me. <laughs> Jack's Donuts and then uh, Clark's Malasadas. Is that how you say it? Malasadas. Yep. And- yep. Malasadas. If you haven't had Clark's Malasadas, I highly recommend it. The problem is, is they've stuck more into U- Utah County. They do have uh, some food truck stops that they do in Salt Lake County. And if, if you follow them, like they'll post their schedule. I highly recommend trying them. They, they just have a really good dough. Their uh, fillings are really good. Just, again, they are made to order. So they're hot donuts, um, malasadas, you know, some, some, something more from the Islanders. But um, they're really good. So Very I cool. recommend it. Do you guys remember the cronut? Well, I'm sure it's still out there. But remember when it was like the only thing everybody wanted? The, the what? Yes. The cronut. The oh, cronut. It's like croissant the cr- donut? Croissant yeah. donut. I thought you said the corona. And I was like, well, everybody, <laughs> when everybody, everybody wanted it. <laughs> everybody wanted the cr- It's like, what? No, I just, the, like, I've always wanted a cronut. And I never, huh. you know, I, I don't know. You is haven't that like, had one? No. Are they still big? Oh do gosh. people, I mean, this is yes, sad. Yes. This is sad where, that I don't know. Where do you get one in Utah, Benjamin? 
So first of all, this is kind of funny. My wife and I were just talking about, we went to New York last year and I met the creator of the Cronut. It's the Dominique Ansel. And so it was just like this honor and the Cronut that we got was just perfectly cooked and had like the soft interior and was crispy on the outside. So in Salt Lake, there are a few places you can get uh, Cronuts. So down in Draper at Donut Star, they do uh, pretty good Cronuts. And um, Darla's Donuts, which is in West Valley, they have a Cronut stick, which is pretty good. And then if you go to like Macy's and Dan's, I honestly think their glazed croissants are some of the best. It's not a traditional Cronut that looks like a donut. However, it's the glazed croissant that has, you know. Just at Macy's grocery store, huh? Yeah, like uh, this guy whenever, his donuts, hey, I man. love it. I mean, the kids are always asking to go there for their ice cream, so now I have an excuse too. <laughs> yes, yes. I I I hate when people bag on grocery store donuts because I will admit ninety percent of them aren't great, and that it's it's not what I would choose. However, I think you can find something good at almost any shop. Any shop does at least one good donut. What's the like the strangest donut you've ever eaten? I don't know. Is there any any strange pastries you've had? You don't have to name names, but, you know, talk about your experience. Yeah, I don't know, man. Like, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, is there strange pa- – I mean, it seems like there could be some really Oh, someone has donuts. to have gone – I mean, look at all the Oreos they make right now. Yeah. Gross, right? Somebody had to try yeah. something at one point. So, um, la- not this year, but last year, Nighttime brought a pineapple jalapeno donut. Whoa. Okay, that so actually had- sounds really good, though. So it had the sweet and then it had the heat that came with it. I, I'll be honest. I felt like it was a, it was actually in fritter form. So like they're like chunks and I thought it was actually pretty good. It was a little outlandish, but you know, if you can appreciate those type of things, I, I think it's, it's pretty good, you know, interesting. it's not something I would eat every day, but it was something that was weird and kind of outlandish. And I was like, okay, yeah, I'll do that. All right, this episode of the podcast is brought to you by our friends at Libsyn. Hey, are you thinking about starting a podcast? Do you have that coworker or buddy that's talking to you all the time about wanting to start a podcast? Hey, if you or someone you know, if you're in the process of starting a podcast and you're looking for the best podcast audio host out there, go check out Libsyn.com. We've been using Libsyn to host I Am Salt Lake podcast for eight years now, and we truly could not be more happy with them. They make it super easy to set up, and they make it super easy to get your podcast routed to all the podcast players out there like Spotify and Apple Podcasts. I Am Salt Lake podcast listeners pay attention, though, because we have a special promo code for you guys. Enter the promo code Salt Lake. You're going to get the rest of this month. And all of next month are free hosting at Libsyn.com. Again, the promo code is Salt Lake. Basically, you're getting a free month to try it out and you'll be supporting this podcast. Seems like a win-win. And many thanks to Libsyn for their support of this podcast. What makes a good donut in your opinion to you? Like what makes a, or a good donut, uh, or, or I guess it'd be your favorite donut. I don't know. What's, uh, what makes a good donut and what's your favorite donut? Are they different? When judging donuts what should we do (laughs) (laughs) so i prefer a raised a yeast raised donut over a cake donut so kind of got to differentiate between those two and then i i think it all really starts with the dough 
when I see donuts that just have tons of toppings, there's a little bit of me that is skeptical that it's a good donut because it, I feel like they're just trying to cover up a bad dough with the toppings. And I can tell if it's, if it's a bad dough, you know, you like take one bite and it's like, Oh, but a donut that starts with a dough that is really focused on, I think, you know, that is some of the best. And I judge most places off of their glaze because you can really taste the dough. And so, you know, that if you have other types of donuts, they're going to be good because the dough is good. Oh my gosh. This is like so exciting. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. No donuts. uh, You, you got excited, Chrissy. I did. I'm just, I'm really hungry right now. How it's okay. This is kind of interesting. Like what do people like coworkers tell you, like when they find out that you do all of this with donuts and pastries and stuff like friends and coworkers, how do they react? It's kind of been funny. There's been somewhat of a tipping point. Like I, I've received enough followers that uh, my friends and family have kind of talked to me that they think it's funny that there are now people that will talk to them about seeing stuff on my account without knowing that they are related to me or that they know me. And they just think it's that that funny moment of like, Hey, that's my brother-in-law or that's my brother or that's my friend, you know? And so I get like, they, they just love, and they think it's kind of fun to listen to people's accounts or like listen to people what they think of my stuff before they have like relayed that they're related to me or that they know me <laughs> um and so like it's kind of like a funny game and, they, and like a few of them have told me that like their their fun experiences when when people have said s- certain things like that but then a lot of people i feel like a lot of them feed me their uh specific experiences with different things. They're all like, Hey, have you tried this? And so I'm continually getting all of these recommendations on places, whether they're restaurants or whether they're just bakeries or little outlets or food trucks. And so I feel like the majority of the conversations I have now are about food, which I don't mind. I just feel bad. Sometimes I don't want to be the one dictating all these family or friend conversations about food, but uh, I, it would be an in, inevitable that it would be coming to that. So, yeah, it's it's hard when you're the go-to guy. Yeah, know? yeah. Has anybody came up to you like in, when you're out and about in public and be like, "Hey, you're the donut critic." That that's when it gets weird, man. That's when it gets really <laughs> strange, man. You're like, "Whoa, want to buy me some uh, donuts?" <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. So th- there there have been a, a few times that have that have happened, and my wife just makes fun of me every time. <laughs> <laughs> Good. Someone, someone has to like you know make sure that you're staying. What's the word? Humble. Yeah. Right? yeah. So good for all of us. I mean, do you think you've been to every donut shop in Utah? Do you think you've been to everyone? Um. So the donut, the uh, dough show, uh, has been very beneficial because there's a few that are out there, kind of like in Tremont, and where when I'm driving through, it's either closed or something. But they um, exhibited there, so they were a vendor. And so I, I was able to try their donuts and there were other, a few other places like that where it's helped me to not have to actually go to the location just because they're in that, that different spot. I would say yes on donuts. Dessert wise, no. Like I feel like I'm continually finding new desserts. There is actually, now that I'm saying that, there are two places that I have on my list. They're traditional bakeries that also do donuts every once in a while, like Carol's pastry shop in uh sugar house i have not had their donuts yet 
Okay. I've had their pastries, but they're not not their donuts. Interesting. Interesting. That is man. And so what you gotta do is you gotta tell your wife to say, Well, you gotta start your own Instagram with something you know you love, <laughs> and then and then she'll she'll get it. What are some of your other hobbies and interests, man? Like when you're not eating donuts, what what else do you like to do? What I mean, as we get to know Benjamin a little bit here, besides donuts, what what do you like? You know, honestly, like the counter to that is I have to have a lot of exercise or, a, or like a sport that I have to play because I'm consuming X amount of calories. And so I have to like work off all those dessert calories. Well, I was, I was so wondering like, how you look so good. I know. Yeah. I, I was too. <laughs> I just didn't want to say anything. Like, well, you know, I don't. <laughs> Can I eat donuts too now? Is that what's happening? <laughs> no, that's the thing is, my, and I get worried about that a little bit because often people say, well, I was expecting you to not be so skinny. Like, should I really trust a skinny critic? And that's, that is hard because I totally get it. That if, you know, you feel as though someone's not eating as much of the food out there, then how do they really know, like, whether it's good or not? And a, a lot of times I'm not finishing, like, the food I'm eating. So I'm, like, taking a bite or two to really just taste it and to, like, get it. Because if I was to eat everything I was getting and trying, I really would weigh four or 500 pounds easily. And so, um, what I also love to do, and I've, I actually have started only the last two or three months is pickleball. Have you guys ever played pickleball? You know what? Everybody talks about pickleball. I, yeah. Like, I've heard people talk about like it. It's like this played. hot game that everybody yeah. plays and I've never played it. Yeah. So it's basically tennis for older people. Uh, <laughs> you know, cause I, I played a little bit of tennis, but it like, it's just a little too much, uh, running around and like to get like somebody to play tennis with you. And with the trend of pickleball, I feel like there's so many more people to play with. You can just show up at courts and, and kind of find groups to play with. And it gives me enough exercise. Like I track everything religiously with, you know, my, my, um, exercise app. So it's, it's that balance that I have to have. And I feel like that is something that's been really welcomed over the, this last couple of months, especially with COVID. Like you got, got to get out in the sun and, you know, breathe some fresh air. But I do like a lot of recreation, hiking, you know, dirt biking and doing stuff like that. But Very cool. If you could learn a random skill, what would it be? I, w- I would definitely say an instrument. I, I'm, I'm jealous that people can just sit down and express themselves in some form or another it it would probably be like a guitar just to be able to play a tune or something um i make fun of my friends that do play guitar though because you know in high school like they were always the ones that they would come to parties and everyone would be like oh well girls are gonna go (laughs) suck to them they're gonna just like start playing guitar but at the same time i'll just thought of that guy that we grew up with (laughs) they were in every group right i mean (laughs) every party yes and we all hated them because, you know, you knew your like the social aspect was over and they were going to like attract everybody to them. And so I laugh sometimes about that. But at the same time, like I, I do wish that I, I had that skill and that I could just like play a number or two. They would be hard to compare. But do you ever try any of the vegan or gluten free donut shops and kind of give your your take on them? Yeah, actually, I do like Big O Donuts. If you've been to, to Big O. I have. Um, we have actually. Yeah. Yeah. They're pretty good. Yeah, I do like them. I mean, that is the hardest thing is I feel like they are great, but I, I feel like it is so hard to compete with a regular raised donut, if that makes sense. Like yeah. I feel like 
if you are in the realm of vegan or gluten-free, they are awesome. They do such a great job. They have some of my favorite flavors. Actually, their passion fruit donut is probably a top 10 donut for me just because they have such great flavor and um, are able to, to do it really well. But it's really hard to overcome a regular donut. Yeah, it's they're not. I was hesitant to ask it no. because they're not really in the same category. You kind of have to almost break it up by diet type and then say foods within that diet type. Yeah, but you if you're I mean? a donut lover, you got to try all the donuts. And well, I mean, I wouldn't not do it. You know, there was a time <laughs> that Salt Lake City didn't have that many donut shops. I mean, there was only probably like one or two, at least that I knew of. I mean, there really wasn't yeah. a lot of donut shops. Like. Not it's the really same amount that you would find in, say, like the East Coast or the West Coast. Mm. Uh, people don't go to donut shops like, you know, and get coffee and smoke a cigarette like they would in other states. I mean, that's what you would do. No, You'd true. go yeah, and sit yeah. at the at true. the little bar and, and get a donut and smoke a cigarette and drink a cup of coffee. We're that's, not Canada. Oh, you know, we're not. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, based off of all this stuff and, I mean, all the pictures you've taken on your Instagram and uh, even your website, donutcritic.com, which I'll put at IamSaltLake.com with this episode. Okay. And I absolutely love how you actually broke down the score chart. Is that what that's called? Yeah. Yes. I, I'm not a sports person, but if you go to the website, oh, you the can brackets. actually- the brackets. That's yeah. the word. It's a sports word. I don't know. Yeah. Like you can <laughs> see the brackets for all the 2020 donut voting. It's really cool. Yeah, honestly, it's been a lot of fun. And I feel like people get it too. Like you can see like, oh, this one won, this one won. Yeah, so I, I think it's good. Has there been any like rewarding things by doing this or like any really cool things that have come into your life or happened for you because of your blog? Pers- you know you know what I'm, do you know what I'm trying to yeah, ask? Yeah, yeah. Like, like because of your blog, this unintended happened. Unintended positive outcome of in any realm of life. Yeah. Because of it. No, I feel like there are, are a few things and this this is part of what keeps me driving on and you know keep keep eating <laughs> because like sometimes it is hard to eat and eat and eat especially just like sugary stuff because I, I'm a salty food fan as well like I, I like savory stuff um, you know a lot of it is knowing and and really cultivating relationships with the owners like they're such good people you know they have their dreams on the line and they're just trying to deliver something that people will love and and keep that dream going and so to see that and and to work with them and you know the happiness they get when you know when i taste something and i really love it and i i tell the world or tell utah at least that that's it's good i i just love that feeling especially during covid i I, like i've seen a lot of them struggle because just like the food restrictions and people not wanting to get out and and you know seeing those places strive and some of them like really turn a corner or succeed because of some of the changes i i feel like that is so rewarding to me to to see you know and then secondary i have made a lot more friends foodie friends and i i'm i'm a social person but i wouldn't say that i'm a really big extrovert and so to have something in common with a lot of people i mean there's probably a good set of 20 or 30 foodies that uh, we on a regular basis talk with or kind of collaborate with just to like see what they are doing. I've, I haven't had that type of network that I love to talk about or talk with for a long time. And so that has been probably one of the, like the big, biggest rewards for me. How cool is that? Yeah, yeah man. No, there is, there it. is quite the foodie scene here in uh, the Valley and in, in Utah. And it's, uh, I see it getting bigger and bigger. 
Yeah, it's it's really um, cool to watch. But let, there's a few. Uh, speaking of Salt Lake City, there's a few standard Salt Lake City questions that we ask on every podcast, Benjamin. So of course, got to ask you. Uh, we have family and friends that visit the city or visit us from time to time. I'm sure they come into town and visit you, and they're like, "Show me around. Show me some of your favorite spots." Uh, and people say, you know, anything from a hike in the mountains to downtown to what's the Benjamin? Tour? Yeah, I mean, is there one or two places you like to take people to show them? I really love Banbury. I feel like Banbury is one of the unique places, and so I, I um, which is kind of funny because. There's been like a tour company that's been trying to get me to do like a donut or food tour. And I, it's like really made me think through like some of my favorite places. And I would say uh, Banbury uh, is the one that I would do uh, just be- because they have some unique flavors and they're um, all based in Salt Lake. Um, I would do Mr. Charlie's Chicken. I feel like they have brought in not just like great chicken and great food, but like a cool vibe too. I, I know the owners and Bartley and Cody are just amazing people. So I just feel like when you go in, you kind of feel like home. And then, you know, I don't like to tell too many of the Utah secrets though. Sometimes it's like, that's the hard thing is because <laughs> I don't want give people to like enjoy it here. But at the same time, like I know how crowded every, everything gets, you know, and I feel like just, going up to park city and just walking some of the streets either in the morning or, or at night when kind of all the touristy people have kind of gone is like one of the most fun things that I, that I remember doing that I like to be doing. So very cool. That is fun. Another question we ask is favorite local eating spots, which I know you've given a ton of donut places. So now I kind of want to know what, what is, what about dinner, man? Like when you're taking the wife out to dinner, like do you have like one or two favorite places you like to take her out to dinner? This isn't like a Salt Lake original, but Carson Kitchen um, was one I just recently went to a few weeks ago, and it's awesome. I love that place, and I like highly recommend it. It just has really great food, and I just think that that is a place that I recommend. And then uh, Bombay House always. Oh yeah, I feel like Bombay House is the best Indian I've had it in New York and internationally, and I feel like. Bombay competes with all of them and is like a top place. And so that is, is definitely one of our, of our go-to spots. You should have seen Chrissy's face when she pulled up Carson <laughs> kitchen on the website. She pulled them up. She got excited. Yeah. I know you well, Chrissy. <laughs> I got really excited. <laughs> no, it's, it's a, Looks it's good. It's quality. It's got a, like, it's got a, you know, a little bit of a niche to it. Like I, I feel like it doesn't hit everybody's palate, but like I feel like it's really good food, really well done, has has a great menu. So um That's so awesome. I gotta try it out, man. Was there any then, any others? I, I uh, sorry, I kind of cut you no, off sorry. there with the, with her face there. I, I was over here googling yeah, pictures. Yeah, yeah. Was it any any other favorite uh, spots there? No. Yeah. So my favorite favorite taco place is La Casa del Tamal which is out in West Valley. They do the birria tacos where they, you know, they grill the outside. It's kind of like the roast on the inside with cheese and cilantro. And then you, you dip it in the consomme and honestly, so good. I just recently had them probably a month ago and I cannot wait to go back. It's so good. Wow. Man. Go get those. You are selling me on so much food right now. (laughs) <laughs> would you change anything about Salt Lake City or the Valley if you could? Let's say you had the the power to do that. I mean, whether it's something 
crazy or something not so crazy? I mean, is there anything you would change? Oh man, the, the only thing is the air quality. I feel like how it just traps in everything. That is the only thing that makes me sad. However, and I don't want to drive people down here, but I feel like Lehigh is in this midst, you know, where like it kind of dissipates in in this like central part between Provo and Salt Lake City, and so our air quality is not as bad as as Salt Lake's per se. And I think that that's the thing that I, we used to live up in Canyon Rim and it was just sometimes so bad because it was hitting right where we are living. And I, I feel like that was the only thing that I really wish I could change. Yeah. But it seems like things are happening. I feel like there's a lot more on the bike there, you know, they have scooters and things like that that are trying to, you know, take away some of, some of the traffic, but we'll see. It's getting to be a pretty fun city. Not that it wasn't always fun, but it's getting pretty, pretty hustling and bustling. Yeah, you know? it's a, it's really, really yeah, grown. But, it's crazy, uh, dude. I am so I'm I'm so glad I reached out to you to bring you on the podcast. I'm glad you came on here to talk about uh, some donut shops and and some of your favorite eating spots. Uh, yeah, I mean, I know there's so much we could talk about, but was there anything you were hoping we would talk about that uh, we didn't get a chance to talk about? No, I, honestly, I I just. I think it's awesome what you guys do. I think, you know, having a, a podcast that, you know, covers multiple facets of, you know, what the city's about is, is really cool. And like, I, I feel like if people knew about Salt Lake city and Utah more, I think more people would move here because it's just a great place. And I, I think I, I was just going to say, that's probably why everybody is moving here. <laughs> yeah, Dang it. True. That is true. The more people like f- figure out like, Oh, okay. Yeah. It's actually kind of a cool place. Yes. And it's only getting better. That is the thing is like, I love how downtown is churning and these, these areas that have traditionally been either highly commercial or just, you know, haven't had a focus. I love driving through them now and seeing the life in them and the personality. And that's something that is very enjoyable when you're like driving through and it's like, Oh my gosh, I love that building now. Like it was forever abandoned or like a, you know, like a just, something that wasn't it you know and now it's like a shop or a restaurant or a brewery or something like that so yeah it's really exciting to see people be get creative with some of the industrial areas mm. yes i love that how can uh, listeners get a hold of you benjamin like your website i know we mentioned your instagram and stuff but let's talk about all those again how people can uh connect with you yeah they can connect with me on instagram it's donut critic so it's at donut critic or um, you can also go to my website. It's donutcritic.com. I'm also on Facebook as well uh, under The Donut Critic. You'll see my purple little emblem or my little design. It's a man inside of a donut. It's um, actually really clever. It's so good because it, it looks like the donut has a bite taken out of it, but it's also like a little avatar. Yes. It's so cute. Credit to my brother-in-law who is an artist that did that. I, I love it. And I... Don't think I'll ever change it. So, no, it's like amazing. Don't ever change it. Tell him good job. Chrissy has a final question. She asks everybody that comes through here, Benjamin. I'm going to let her ask it. And uh, thank you again for coming and doing the podcast, man. I've had a lot of fun getting to know you a little bit better. Yeah, thanks, Chris. You yeah, bet. This is a lot of fun. Um, before we let you go, can you leave the listeners with a motto or a piece of life advice? I, there is one that I definitely live by. Let me. So the motto I live by, and I think everybody can live by is sugar isn't bad if you work for it. Yeah, and what that means is I I feel like so many people are like cutting sugars and like their diets and they're like really making their life horrible because 
you know, they think that that's the only way to like lose weight or, or to, you know, achieve their goals. And I feel like you need to have that incentive. You need to have that sweet reward. It's possible as long as you work for it, you know, everything comes out in the balance. And if you are balancing with exercise or work or things like that, then you can have those sweet rewards. So thank you again to Benjamin Lee for joining us on this episode of the podcast. All of the links that we mentioned in this conversation can be found with this episode show notes, which is always on our podcast website at IamSaltLake.com. And if you want to go directly to this episode, IamSaltLake.com forward slash 455. And it is weekly recommendation time, Chrissy. Wee, wee. That's my sound. That's the sound I literally make in my head every time. I Yeah, you said, you said that before and I need to come up with some uh, music right there for us or something. I need to. You're like, please make it stop. Anyway, we got some fun weekly recommendations this week. Just something fun that we uh, watched or did or, or tried. I'm going to let you go first, though, Chrissy, because you had a really cool experience on Thursday night, actually. Oh my gosh, I totally did. I took out a girlfriend to a Five Alls restaurant and I had never heard of it before. I was so excited to try it out. They're uh, an old English romantic atmosphere, fine dining, you know, and I thought that would be really fun. Okay. And the best part is when you get there, it's kind of hard to notice and it looks kind of like a fancy hobbit house. So like any nerds like me would immediately want to run through the store, right? And the whole place, you feel like you've walked into the medieval times or the Renaissance. It's, it's got this ambiance where part of me wanted to go like find my, uh, my old clothes when I used to sing madrigals in high school and like <laughs> wear them there. But anyway, so the ambiance was amazing and I just wanted to be there, but the food was so good. It, they do like a five course meal and it, you just feel like a princess the whole time. The whole time I was like, they're going to kick me out. I am not fancy enough for this place. But it was affordable and it was delicious and it was just such a good time. And they didn't kick you out. And they didn't kick me out. And they probably should have because I didn't know there was dessert. And I started leaving and they had to stop me and go, don't you want dessert? <laughs> You're like, Chrissy, it's your favorite <laughs> part of the course here. Right? And like, you should. The the amount of excitement I got when they said dessert was scary. <laughs> but I'm glad I stayed. No, I'm so glad you got to go and experience it. Uh, and thanks to Taylor uh, for taking the pictures. Yeah, and so we my can, friend Taylor. We can post those online. And we've been talking with the owner. He said he would love to come and do the podcast with us. Yes, so and they have a fascinating story. I'd I can't wait to share it. Yeah, you posted them on our Instagram account at I Am Salt Lake. You can actually go look at those pictures on our Instagram account. Again, that's I Am Salt Lake. What was interesting to me, Chrissy, is the amount of people that were like, I thought that place closed. Yeah. And actually, so um, the man who was serving us, I, I actually don't know if he was the owner but it sounded like he may, be, may have been. He really knew the whole history and he gave us a whole rundown of how it changed ownership and they've kept all the exact same recipes and everything. So it's exactly the same, but it had transferred ownership. So it was a little bit confusing for a while. Yeah, well, it's it's there again and it sounds like it's delicious. And uh, you should totally go. Yeah, go look at those I'm pictures. Saying. Hey, my weekly recommendation is Borat 2. That just came out on Amazon this past Friday, I believe. And uh, <laughs> we watched it. I, we laughed. We laughed a lot. I laughed a lot. I laughed a lot. And I was like, holy crap. Yeah. No, it was. There are a, real people like here's this. Here's the thing. I read the reviews and there were people that were saying it was horrible. There were people that were saying it was hilarious. There were people saying it was the worst thing he did. Hmm. And I said, well, you know what? I already have Amazon Prime, so I'm going to watch it for free <laughs> anyway. Right? Like, like, I'm going to watch it. So I watched it and I laughed. And here, I, I think everybody should watch it once. Yes. I, I, I don't think it's, excuse me, I don't think it's the type of movie 
that you're going to watch over and over and over. Right. It's not like a movie that you quote for fun. Yeah, but the, you know? the original Borat was definitely better. This is great. Good laughs. Good uh, humor for what, everything going yeah, on yeah. politically and everything with there. And I think that was kind of why maybe it wasn't as good as some of the others because I think maybe they were scrambling to get it out. Well, a little bit quicker because they wanted yeah, to probably get it sure. out before the election. For sure. And my take on it was that it. I, I think people went into it with different expectations, sure, right? Sure, And I didn't have a whole lot of expectations. So to me, I saw it more as like an insane documentary that actually proved how scary, how scarily easy it is for people to slip things through. Borat 2, go check that out. Such a great movie. We don't want to give away any spoilers, though. And uh, yeah, so I guess we should we should wrap this episode up, Chrissy. Let's wrap it up. And don't forget, you guys, you can always visit our website at IamSaltLake.com to listen to the entire back catalog of episodes. And if you have a friend you think might enjoy the show, share it with them. Yeah, we have a very low advertising budget. So that's kind, kind of, of zero. Yeah, our zero yeah, dollar yeah. advertising budget. <laughs> so we need you guys to share this podcast with your friends, because if you're listening they're going to enjoy listening. So it's kind of a win-win. Hey, you guys have a great week. Get out and enjoy the city. Support local. And uh, we're going to see you next week on the next episode of I Am Salt Lake Podcast. And good night, Grammy.